Talk Radio 96.7. We are talking sports this afternoon in Sports Central. Sports Central brought to you by the Lakeland Ledger. Your host of Sports Central this afternoon is Justin LaFerrier. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back. Or welcome to Sports Central. Not welcome back yet. Uh, well, yeah, welcome back. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> to Sports Central here on Talk Radio 96.7. As Eric said, I'm Justin. Joined alongside my good friends, Miss Becky Messina and Mr. Tian Ho. How are you? Doing good. It's Great. Thursday. We're almost to the weekend, and we got some fun stuff coming up. Eric, Becky is slighted right now because she didn't get the chance to do a mic check and just say, hey. Hey. Hey, checking your mic. Are you okay? <laughs> Hi, Eric. Hey. <laughs> she uh, was too, missing too many, out. Too many yeah. syllables. No, you guys were involved in a very animated conversation. We, oh, yeah. It's par for, <laughs> par for the course when you get the three of us together. <laughs> I have a fun story. It's really quick. Okay, let it rip. It has to do with our favorite song. Ave Maria. Yeah, so I was watching The Bachelor Monday night, and one of the contestants, her name is Maria. They were in Italy um, on a date, and they brought an opera singer out <laughs> to sing Ave Maria That's on fantastic. their date. And she's like up in the balcony singing, and I was like, this is so bad. This song follows me everywhere <laughs> I go. <laughs> you can't get away from it. Even the bachelor is not safe. Just uh, admit it. You're a Grobanite at heart. At this so point, I think I have as well to be. be. Yeah. Like, I think I'm being forced. You could do graduate school there. There you no. go. No. Yeah. No? That's like a traitor. I can't go against my mocks. Let's go mocks. <laughs> okay. <laughs> tap, tap it. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to get into the show here. We've got uh, our local update. Polk County looks like they're bringing home some more hardware. Uh, we've got our college update as well, followed by, uh, we'll talk a little Super Bowl and the uh, fallout. We'll call it fallout. Aftermath of what uh, was a terrible game that turned out to be a pretty good game. Uh, we'll talk about some NHL, NBA, and then, of course, wrap it up with our local update. So who wants to lead it off, Becky? I TM, got it, I just guess. Just kidding. <laughs> it is me. All right, guys. Hopefully Neil's listening here. Yeah, so this is for you, Neil Duncan. Bartow High School boys basketball, and down goes the Class 6A District 7 number one seed as Bartow High School torpedoed the Lakeland High School dreadnoughts in the district title game with a score of 72-47. to Despite being 8-8 eight and eight, just over the halfway point in the season, Bartow's squad pulled together some firepower of their own as they went 11-1 and one in their last 12 games of the season while only being the 8th ranked in their regional standings. A first-half scoreline of 49-32, to 32, empowered by senior Jason Williams, scoring 10 of those points along with the rest of his team, making six three-pointers and shooting 10 of 13 from the three-point. Free oh, my goodness. I am having a rough <laughs> day. one of those what? days. Free throw <laughs> line and making some incredible defensive stops that have become a staple of this team, which set them up for success and more when Lakeland scored just 15 points in the second half. Here is where things get interesting, however. The regional seeding was released tonight, and at 7 p.m., we get the immediate rematch with number 5 Bartow at home against number 4 Lakeland, but this time, they have the chance to do it in front of their home crowd. First round of regional playoffs is here for Class 6A Region 2, and it is not one you want to miss. You know Neil's already home with his orange and blue on. Oh, yeah. If you guys want to meet Neil Duncan, go to the Bartow game. But he'll be just there. Just start yelling for him. Just yell Mr. Bartow. <laughs> he'll answer. He'll answer. Um, coming from Lakeland High School, the state champion and newly crowned national champions of the UCA National High School Championship are the Lakeland High School Dreadnoughts cheerleading team. 
following their show-stopping display at the RP Funding Center two weekends ago. This past weekend, it was a win in the Super Varsity Non-Tumbling Division One competition at the ESPN Wide World of Sports Complex at Disney World that would put them center stage of high school cheerleading. Scoring an 84-83 and 83 propelled them to national acclaim and royalty status to end their season on the highest of highs. So congratulations to them. We will see them at the Absolutely. Polk County All Sports Awards June 18th at the RP Funding Center. Fantastic. Love it when Polk County brings home some hardware. All right, Becky, you want to take the uh, lead off for the college since uh, this is yours, lacrosse? Yeah. <laughs> yeah Tian, no. Tian was a little mean. <laughs> I think Tian I was, was I given think, permission. I guess. All <laughs> I right. Think Tian was spot on here. We're going to start with the good lacrosse team at Florida Southern College. <laughs> The ladies. Uh, yeah, the ladies. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, it's lacrosse chaos for the Mocs as their second-ranked women's lacrosse team in all of Division Two, who made the NCAA Final Four appearance last year, traveled to number nine Flagler, who are two and zero on their season, for the mock season opener and what will sure to be an explosive opening weekend for them. The Mocs were hot yesterday in St. Augustine, coming home with a twenty-three to sixteen victory over Flagler. This weekend, they will continue to face ranked opponents in Alabama with number 12, University of Indianapolis, tomorrow at 2, on Friday, and Alabama-Huntsville, Sunday at noon. On top of that, the men's lacrosse team crashed and burned <laughs> God, after their big season opening win over the then number 3 ranked Wingate with a 16-15 to overtime loss against Montebello last Saturday with their home opener. That score is wrong. It was 19-18. Was it 19-18? It was. I, I doubled. was there. I, it's, <laughs> a loss is a loss. It's fine. They still uh, lost, Wait, it, wasn't it? I think it was six, Was it 16-16 to 16 heading it was into overtime? To it was 18 mm-hmm. <sighs> It's okay, Tian. Um, yeah, so they did lose 19-18 to 18 in overtime against Montebello last Saturday in their home opener. Next up, the weekend is... Next up at the weekend is currently ranked number three limestone. Will they they will be away from home on Saturday with the game starting at one PM. So good luck to them. I don't think they've ever beat limestone, so we'll see how this goes. Lacrosse <laughs> crash and burn on the field and I crash and burn right Wow. So it's okay, Tian. It's it's all good. Yourself, you know why? Because I was there and I watched the crash and burn happen in person and, and it was painful. <laughs> a loss is a loss. They still lost. Yeah, it was pretty bad. Well, we have a dual reader coming up for you guys. Weber International University and Warner University clash in men's and women's basketball. So last night was an in-town rivalry matchup as Weber traveled just a short way to play Warner. Weber took home a 76-63 to victory as they as their Crooked Lake rivals. Crooked. And you know what's crooked? so funny? Yeah. You crooked. know what's so funny is that I didn't read the women's part of this and I only wrote the men's. So the men... One. We're doing our part to bring you guys all of the most accurate and up-to-date information here at Sports Central. So for Warner, they will see Kaiser University this Saturday away from home, and Weber National University will travel to Miami Gardens to face Florida Memorial University, and that is for both men's and women's teams. Uh, sorry, Warner and Weber. I didn't wow. read. <laughs> I just read men's basketball, so I just went with it. All right. I'm going to take Southeastern University. The season is in full swing for more of and more for the Southeastern University Fires 8-0 baseball team as they swept their series against Oklahoma Wesleyan University with scores of a close 6-5 and a dominant 13-5 and then a comfortable 9-5 this past weekend. Awaiting them is another series as they take on number 9 Taylor University at home. Friday will begin the series with a single game at 3 p.m. and Saturday will close the series with a doubleheader. Game 2 of the series starts at noon and Game 3 will finish it up at 3 o'clock. 
uh, heading over to Polk State College. Their men's basketball team were struck down by the St. Petersburg College Titans on the road with a score of 78-72. to Sophomore guard number three, Dominic Nelson's 23 points were not enough as they were swept on the season by St. Petersburg. Number 20 ranked Southwestern College as their next opponent, and they will face them down in Fort Myers, Florida at 2 p.m. this Saturday. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen, on the high school and college updates. Um, so happy to see, like I said, we got some more hardware coming back to Polk County. And as Becky mentioned, we'll be honoring those ladies from Lake Lakeland High School at the Polk County All Sports Awards. What, four months? June 18th. I don't know. Yeah, that's right. Math. Almost four months to the day. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wait, real quick. Did you guys see this morning? Florida Southern and St. Leo was on um, the Sports Center Top 10. What? I did not. For yeah. What? So there was a buzzer beater from St. Leo. So they went into overtime. Florida Southern won. But to take the game to overtime, St. Leo threw a cross court pass all the way to the left side to the left side of the arc. Their player grabbed it with like his right hand, was pretty much falling back into his bench and then hit a three pointer and ended up tying the game. And I think they went to double overtime, but it made Sports Center. It was number seven this morning. Wow, that's super cool. That's fantastic. Who won the game? It was Florida Southern who won the game. We had nice. two 30-point games. are hot. Tap, tap, yeah. piss. Unless you're the men's lacrosse team. A call yeah, of and <laughs> Luke Anderson. So a call had 37 points, and Luke had 32. Wow. I saw. Luke's, like, killing it this season. 1,000 mm-hmm. points, only a 22nd uh, Moccasin basketball player to ever do so, and now he, I think this is probably his highest-scoring game for the season. And then for um, a call rope, he has back-to-back games where he has hit a season high. Or I think it's maybe his career high, maybe. I will say, we have a very good basketball team. Let's say, they sound like they're uh, performing at a high level as we look uh, towards March Madness here in a few weeks. And they're like star star players been injured the entire season. Jaden Booth has been out. Alex Steen got injured recently, too. I saw him in a boot the other day. Mm -hmm. I was like, what are we doing? He's one of their big forwards, so they've been stepping up. They have a very deep team, which is always a pleasant sight to have, especially for, you know, us students. But, yeah. Absolutely. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen, for the high school and collegiate update. Uh, Stay with us. We're going to come back and uh, get our takes on the Super Bowl from this past weekend. We'll be back. More sports talk coming your way later tonight. Ronnie O and Coach Joe are in the Ozone. Talk Radio 96.7. Talk Radio 96.7. And we are talking sports on Sports Central. Sports Central brought to you by Camp Margaritaville. And here's some folks who want to retire there. Becky, Justin, and Tian. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Sports Central here on Talk Radio 96.7 for Becky and Tian. I'm Justin. And I'm ready to retire. I'm ready to retire at the ripe age of 21 years old. Extra crispy. Wants to go get extra crispy at Margaritaville. I got extra crispy this weekend at the lacrosse home opener, (laughs) and it wasn't even worth it. Because they crashed and burned. There it is. I was going to say, because they crashed and burned. Just like I did on my skin. There. Yeah, all right, we've taken that one too far now. I got a sunburn. Look at Tien. Tien's like, I wish I wouldn't have wrote that Tien saw my sunburn on Monday. He really wishes he wouldn't have wrote that right now. Yeah. Because now we won't let it go. Anyway, hey, this past Sunday was a big uh, football game. Uh, yeah, you know who was right? Super me. Bowl 58. <laughs> Kansas City Chiefs knock off the San Francisco 49ers in overtime by a score of 25 to 22. 
Did you guys stay up and watch the whole thing? I did. I, did. I actually, yeah, me too. when it hit overtime, I left where I was and I went home and I watched the rest because I was like, I'm so tired. <laughs> <laughs> it got, for the first three quarters, this game was largely boring. terrible. It was boring. It was ugly and boring and just poor football. Yeah. But the last, the fourth quarter and then obviously overtime was pretty fun to watch. Yeah. yeah. I enjoyed that they explained the rules of overtime because for those of us that don't I didn't realize they changed the rules I didn't either but the funny thing is did anybody see the things that came out that the 49ers players didn't have the new rules explained to them by their coaching staff that is unbelievably naive they were like ah we're not gonna go to overtime (laughs) it'll be fine (laughs) and then but Kansas City came out and said yeah we practiced like yeah we it was drilled into us Mm. we knew exactly what was gonna happen now which Super Bowl did you watch the regular one or the SpongeBob one? Because the SpongeBob one was quite funny. The SpongeBob one was really funny. I don't know if anybody watched, but there was a clip where McCaffrey fumbled, and then just the Patrick Star voice actor just was going ballistic on the call. It was so funny because people <laughs> were posting. Ooh, this is <laughs> people were posting Sandy Cheeks as like the reporter at the Super Bowl, and they were like women in sports. Like that was the tweet, and I was dying. They also had. Like SpongeBob versions of celebrities, I forget yeah, some of them. Yeah, it was like uh, yeah. Shrimp Thief Chalamet or yes. whatever. It was like so funny. Wow, <laughs> they put a lot of effort into I it. I did it not watch fun. any of it. I didn't. I, we, you know, we probably. Although my kid, my daughter loves Taylor Swift, so she watched a lot of the Super Bowl just to see yeah, how, how many had, times she could see Taylor. They had Travis Kelpie, and I forget what Taylor Swift's name was. Wow, but it was funny. Anyway, let's talk about the game. Uh, anybody surprised at well, I you know what I was kind of not surprised, but kind of surprised at Mahomes winning the super the MVP. I was surprised. I didn't think he played. I didn't think he that, played that well to be the MVP. But do you ever think they would have given it to a kicker? No, because Bucker should have won the MVP. Yeah, he made four out of four field goals, and then I think I think I think I read the stat. He accounted for fifty something percent of their points. Yeah, it pretty much was that because for the Chiefs, up until they threw that touchdown in the fourth quarter to tie things, they hadn't scored a touchdown the entire game. Yeah. Their only poor points came from the kicker. The, yeah. I don't know that I realized that. I now realized that you say it. that, yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Can we be proud of me? Because I actually did realize that watching the game. No, stop. I don't. Were, which game? The regular one or the SpongeBob? No, one? I actually did, I didn't watch the SpongeBob one. I just the saw, SpongeBob like, the one just had a different Twitter. overlay. Like it was the actual game. They just had different commentators for it. Okay, yeah. that makes sense. Yeah, so they just had the SpongeBob. It was like for kids. On. Yeah, it was but, fun though. Yeah, Those my friend has two TVs in her living room, so she had the SpongeBob one on one and the regular one. Oh, that's on the other cool. One. <laughs> I honestly would prefer the commentary, but something that related to the MVP conversation. Yeah. I think his performance in overtime and also towards the end of the fourth quarter, even though he blew a wide open pass that they had right in the center field to win it in you know regulation, I think the way that he was running the ball was very important for them yes. because he was leading rusher for them as well. Yep, I would agree. You know his ability to extend plays, make the correct call in terms of when to break pocket and mm-hmm. run for yardage. I mean he's one of if not the best quarterback that does it. I mean Lamar Jackson's probably the best, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mahomes is he's just knowledgeable yeah now last week Tian we talked about a, what a loss would mean for Kyle Shanahan this one hurts this one hurts and then what came out afterwards is really a, with regards to overtime yes that yes. is a huge indictment that is a failure to the biggest degree with an overtime loss that was this close 
I would be let I would be more hesitant to let him walk yeah. pretty much or say, hey, you know, we're ending this partnership. But when your team is like, yeah, I didn't know the rules. I never had it explained to me. That's a major yep. coaching failure on the entire staff. But and the fact that him. he elected to defer the ball at overtime, mm-hmm. all the more is all the more ind- indicative of him not knowing the rules. Yeah. Because and then also to just not go for it on fourth down. You kind of have to in right? the overtime rules. Especially change. if you took the ball. Yeah. That's why know. you defer. I don't yeah. know how they didn't know the rules, though, because they said that the rule change was from 2021. Yeah, when the Chiefs, yeah. it, it all stemmed from the Chiefs and Bills in the playoffs, well, I guess three years ago. Yeah, so you ago. went three years without knowing the new rules. <sighs> That's wild. That's an indictment, like Tien said, on Shanahan and his team. Mm-hmm. Not being aware of the moment. Which... I feel I feel kind of bad for Brock Purdy, to be honest with you. Why? Because wasn't he picked like almost dead last? He was the absolute he was dead last, last pick yeah. of he the was draft. Mr. He's Mister Irrelevant. Yeah, and then you're like so close, and they like they were winning. They were so close. He played. He played a not a great game, but a good game. He, yeah, he performed he very well under the well. Pa- like the pass rush. The yes. Chiefs were very very intent on getting to him, and they broke, especially on the outsides with the defensive ends. Yep, he did really well in terms of getting the ball out quickly because when he broke onto the scene. A lot of um, discussion was about how slow he was getting the ball out to his receivers. But real quick, before we head out, yeah. in t- particular, yeah. for me and you, Justin, this is the first time that a team has gone back-to-back winning Super Bowl titles since the Patriots in 03 Yep. Yeah, and that's three and five years for the Chiefs? That's, yeah. Crazy. I know. It, I mean, it's we're literally witnessing history, um, as we yeah. did in the early 2000s, well, the start in the early 2000s for the Patriots, but and then a return to the end at the end of the ten, uh, 2010s. Right. Mm. It, um, you know, I, the sports side of me is in awe of witnessing history, whatever the sport may be. But the Patriots side of me is like, I hope they don't win anymore. Oh yeah, I was gonna say something else that I'll say off air, but it's, um, I just hope they don't win anymore. Travis Kelsey singing Viva Las Vegas. You wanted to talk about Travis Kelsey real quick. That made me absolutely hate him. His moment with the The coach was insane. (laughs) Don't ever touch a a coach, let alone a 65 year old man. You surprised him too. Poor Andy Reid. Screaming at him. He looked legitimately scared for a sec. Yeah. The memes are kind of funny, but like the situation wasn't (laughs) funny at all. The memes are kind of funny. I did see a few. But like, like, how do you do that? How do you just grab another human, pe- another person, and like? It's the heat of the moment, and he did. I was glad to see that he did come out afterwards and apologize for it. And, yeah. you know, he acknowledged that the fact was that Taylor it Swift. wasn't. Taylor Swift said, "Apologize oh, yeah. right now." Oh yeah, you know Taylor was like, "You gotta, you gotta make that right." Yeah, but then him singing "Viva Las Vegas" after they won that was did like. Did you see her face? That was traumatizing. Did you see her face after? That her was face? all yeah, over. She the... was like, "Why am I dating this man?" Like, it was like she got the ick. No, <laughs> she did. She that was like insane. But I did like the club videos of them after celebrating, and they were jamming out to Taylor's music. <laughs> did you see Jason Kelsey though? Oh my God! With the with um... the mask on. <laughs> Yeah, sorry. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, that's going to do it for segment two of Sports Central. Stay with us. We're going to talk a little NHL and NBA. Talk Radio 96.7, rocking on in the five o'clock hour with Sports Central. Sports Central brought to you by Go Juice. Your host of Sports Central is Justin LaFerrier. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Sports Central here on Talk Radio 96.7. I'm Justin with Becky and Tien. 
Talking sports with you this evening, and as promised, we're going to touch on a little NHL, a little NBA, and if we got time, the boys of summer are back in town, so we'll touch on some baseball before we get into our local update. But uh, on the NHL side, I keep asking you when we talk about NHL, have you done Chick-fil-A yet? I haven't. I don't think that they're doing it this year. They can't be. Or I just haven't, like, caught it. Apparently, last year, every time the Lightning won, you could go to Chick-fil-A and get free Chick-fil-A. Oh, yeah, I got it on the app. Okay. If you went on the app right I don't know if they're doing would, it this year. Have I don't you seen think, anything? I don't think they are. Um, okay. Tian would know because we're yeah. in the same group chat, and yeah. that one girl would always tell us to open our apps. Yeah. yeah, I don't know if they are, but shout-out to the Lakeland Chick-fil-A operator for sending me free chicken sandwiches shout every now and the, then. Shout-out to that one girl in the athletic communications group chat that yeah. always told us to open our Chick-fil-A apps because yeah. that's the only time I ever knew. Well, the Tampa Bay Lightning uh, did get a victory. Uh, of grit, Finally. of grit and determination in Boston at the TD Garden as the Lightning stunned the Bruins in a shootout victory, winning three-two. Goalkeeper Andre Vasilevsky. That was posted, good. I know sports names. Okay, that looks daunting. Vasilevsky. Look at it written out. That's daunting. Vassy. <laughs> that is daunting. <laughs> anyway, he posted 36 saves, including a big overtime save, which would propel the Lightning to a, a position to win in the shootout. Braden Point's goal in the shootout was the only one for the Lightning, but it was a crucial one as they knocked off the first place first place team in the Eastern Conference, moving to a record of 29-20-5. Tonight, it's the Avalanche in Amelie at 7 o'clock, where the Lightning will look to avenge their 4-1 to loss away from home in November. That's a uh, tough one to come off of in yeah. November. Yeah. Yeah, that is a tough one. They have a chance to move That's up, though. That's a big win, though, yeah. to, to come off a W in Boston over the Bruins. Yeah. You know, if they can come home and take out uh, the Avalanche, that'll be yeah. – uh, that's pa- what we call a winning streak. Panthers have slipped up a little bit, too, because it goes – it's Boston, Florida Panthers, and then the Lightning for the top of the mm-hmm. – So Eastern the Lightning Conference. are third in the Eastern Conference? Uh, At least in their uh, – I don't know division. if it's third in the Eastern Conference, but at least in their division. But they're all pretty close, so I would assume that – they're at least top five, maybe. We'll tell you right here. Maybe. Third in the Atlantic. Sixth in the conference. That was pretty so close. You were close. Yeah, close. They're in the playoff hunt right now. I don't. How many games are in the NHL season? A lot. I, I was going to say a lot. I don't, I don't know how it's many like are. baseball. It just keeps going and going and going. killing me. <laughs> a lot. Yeah. It's not like baseball. Baseball, there's 162. That's a lot. That's the most. That is a lot. That is quite too many for me to watch. So we'll see Sorry. if Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay, obviously, a perennial powerhouse there in the Eastern Conference. So we'll see if they can keep it rolling, get into the playoffs. Detroit's a big one. They haven't been good in quite a while, but there they are lurking at the eighth spot in the conference right now. 27 19 at six. So Aren't you heading there? Next I am week? next weekend. I'll still be here, though, talking sports with are you. you. Are you going to the game? Actually, we're on location next Thursday, aren't we? Yes, we are. (laughs) From the scramble with the Tigers. That'll be a fun one. You guys will want to listen in. Yes, you will, because I'm sure we'll get to interview some people. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully they're cute. Okay, that's enough of that. (laughs) NBA, what's going on with the Magic, Tian? So it was a tough loss for the Orlando Magic at home against a competitive and playoff caliber Oklahoma City Thunder team, which ended in a score of 127 to 123 on Tuesday night. Unfortunately, the loss did mar a special occasion for the Magic, where they retired their franchise's first ever jersey with Shaquille O'Neal's iconic 32 being hung in the rafters inside the Kia Center. Despite leading by one point at the conclusion of the first quarter, the Magic lost pace in the second quarter, being outscored 29-20 to and unfortunately never recovered. 
for the five starters for the Magic notched double-digit points with Paolo Benchero and Wendell Carter Jr. scoring 23 and 22 points, respectively. But the reserves didn't have enough output on the night to contend with a deep OKC roster that includes a recently traded for Gordon Hayward. Tonight, they will play against the Cleveland Cavaliers away from home starting at 7 p.m. That's crazy to think that's their first retired jersey number. Yeah. The only other person would be um, Tracy McGrady, right? Yeah, you would think, right? He's in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think they've—I think he's the first one to ever be retired. He is. Uh, That's that's what you read, anyway. The franchise's first jersey. I consistently forget that Shaquille O'Neal played basketball. I feel like I've seen him in too many commercials. That that is what I know him. He played for. a lot. He's of He's doing side quests. He the, he appears in like the Royal Rumble the for Old WWE. Spice Old yes. Spice commercials. The He's Old telling Spice you about ones are my favorite. General, They're what's so the, funny. the general insurance? Commercial. Yeah, general insurance. He's a, um, he's the he's owner everywhere. of Papa John's. Yeah. yeah. He's everywhere. I do like the pictures of him standing next to Kevin Hart. It's quite funny. Those are funny, and then also <laughs> the routinely uh, that appear every Christmas is him being pushed into a Christmas tree on TNT oh, broadcast yes. by Kenny Smith. Yes. Those are oh, that's funny. Those are my favorite. That's a big man falling into a Christmas yeah. tree. Yeah. Cra- I, sorry, I'm still baffled that that's a, the first jersey retired. I think T Mac will be there eventually. I wouldn't be surprised to see Dwight Howard get there as well. Yeah. Well, this is a little interesting too because for. Um, for the Magic, Shaquille O'Neal was before my time. You know, I would know him from being on the Lakers, and then it would be mm-hmm. the Miami Heat and then the Celtics because when I started to get into sports, it was Dwight Howard. So that's a little interesting. Yeah. Kind of a track. So back. wait, is the is the Magic the last team he played for? No, first team. Magic yeah. drafted him. So do you retire the last team you played for, the first team you played his for, jersey, or do you get to pick? His jersey is retired by the Magic, the Heat, the Suns so every team you played for can the technically retire it. Yes. No. Well, yes. Yeah. Every team could. can kind of pick who they want to retire. It really just depends. Like for the Lakers, they retired both eight and twenty-four for, for Kobe, Kobe Bryant because he wore two different jersey numbers. I yeah. see. So they can kind of pick. So that's yeah. why sometimes we'll see like different see, numbers. For Shaq different played teams. for Boston. Played for Cleveland. Yeah. Neither one yeah. of them are going to retire. His I number. just feel like so mm-hmm. many people get traded around so often that like how do you pick which when you're going to retire, but I guess if your question can. is more applicable to like Hall of Famers, when say like baseball players, when they go into the Hall of Fame, mm-hmm. if they've played for multiple teams, they have to pick which cap is going to be on their plaque in the Hall of Fame. Oh, really? I didn't so, know that. Yeah. So t- if you play for multiple teams, those teams can elect to retire your number, depending on how good you were during mm-hmm. your time with that franchise. But and I know particularly in baseball, you have to select which cap you're going to wear. Yeah, you on can't your retire like three. Correct. Okay. So like Adrian Beltre, who just got elected to the Hall of Fame, is going in as a Texas Ranger. But he okay. played for the Dodgers. He played for the Red Sox. Maybe a couple other teams. Does that hurt your feelings that he's not going in as no, a Red Sox? No, he played for the Red Sox for like a season. So oh, okay. No. no. It's okay. I, you know what? Speaking of baseball, you know what notification popped up on baseball my phone is today back. from ESPN? The headline said, Garrett Cole hopes that the Yankees' disaster of a season <laughs> uh, can it's be used as, as motivation. Yeah, I was like, wow, that's a line. We're <laughs> honest here at Sports Central. We are. We are honest Sometimes people. Sometimes to a fault, but we're honest. Yeah, I don't know. But the uh, baseball is back. Pitchers and catchers, I believe, uh, definitely have reported, reported yesterday I for think. most teams, if not all the teams. Yeah, I know the Tigers are back for their 88th season of spring training here in Lakeland. Oh, yeah. 
Excited Tiger to get over was, to uh, uh, check that out. Tiger Town was hopping yesterday when I went by. It was buzzing? It was. I went to go get some nice merchandise. Did you? Oh, uh, yeah, for the <laughs> events we have coming up. Yep. Speaking of which, next week is the uh, Tiger Barbecue next Tuesday night. Yep. On February 20th. Uh, it's a great opportunity to go out, get some good food, hang out with players and coaches from the Tigers organization, and uh, just celebrate the fact that they're back in town, getting ready to start spring training again and games. I believe we'll start on the 24th is their home opener there at Publix Field at Joker Market Stadium. Correct. You guys so. had a little meet and greet at the visitor center recently, didn't you? Yeah, how did it go? Yeah, it wasn't quite a meet and greet. Oh. No, there wasn't any players there. Oh. They could have Just come. Justin. They He'll sign yes, baseballs. They could have uh, met me, but they, nobody came to meet me. That's, well, you are a local celebrity. You're on the airwaves of Polk County on 96.7 yeah, that's, that's, WLKF. That's asking a lot there, bud. I don't know if I would Justin's a local celebrity in my eyes. Stop it. <laughs> The we event love you, went, Justin. The event went well. Let's just leave it at that. The That's event good. went very well. Had about 500 people in four hours, so it was good. Oh, crazy! It was busy. You know, people. If you if you put free on anything, a lot of people. Oh, show they up. show up. Look at Caitlin. She you, she you were like, oh, the oh, days yeah. of giveaway. Yeah, yeah. Caitlin was like, I'm there. I'll be there. Also, there. shout out to uh, Caitlin Patterson. She okay, is, Pat? Yeah, K Pat, our old uh, host that was in T and Spot. She has her. First, last game today, so good luck to her for women's lacrosse. Excuse me, what? Her first last, or her last first. There sorry. you go. Okay. <laughs> that makes sorry, more her sense. Her last first game she has today. Hope they win. Captain there at, Captain, I can't remember what Captain K-Pat, at. Weber. Thank you. I was, was going to say Weber. <laughs> Captain K-Pat. Good luck to K-Pat. She's not listening, but good luck to no, her No, she's anyway. playing a game probably right now. Yeah, good point. <laughs> All right, Eric, is that going to do it for segment three? Stay with us, ladies and gentlemen. We'll be back to let you know what's going on here in Central Florida's Polk County. Talk Radio 96.7, fourth and final segment up. It's Sports Central. Sports Central is uh, brought to you by Hollywood Signs. Let's get back to it. We got T and Justin and Becky. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the fourth and final segment of Sports Central Around Talk Radio 96.7. I'm Justin with TN and Becky talking sports with you this evening. And as promised, we're going to let you know what's coming up here in Central Florida's Polk County. And there is a lot coming up here. So for more information on these events and anything else going on around town, check us out. Visit centralflorida.org or visit centralfloridasports.com. All right, Becky, take it away. Um, all right. Coming up first is Russ Matt, the first session, largest spring training for collegiate baseball. Projecting 300 teams this year. Yeah, there's like a thousand. It's over, over 300. Yeah. Over 300. Over 300. And then I think each session until it gets to the fourth one, I think keeps getting bigger for attendance. Wow. Or at least projected participants. Huge, yeah. huge economic impact for Polk County. Yep. So the first session of that is taking place the 16th to the 23rd of February. So it starts tomorrow. Um, it's happening at Lake Myrtle, Lake Myrtle Sports Park and Northeast Regional Park. So this weekend, or at least starting tomorrow, actually, at the RP Funding Center is FHSAA Girls Weightlifting State Championships. That'll be happening So tomorrow and then also Saturday, 300 protected participants, one of the fastest growing sports in Florida for uh at least for girls, so that'll be something fun. Look at Tian dropping knowledge. Yeah. I'll be there taking photos, so if hopefully, you want to see what's going on on Saturday, uh, at VCF Sports on Instagram. Hopefully some Polk County 
girls bring home some more hardware to bring to the All Sports so Awards. So come to the All Sports Awards. June 18th. Shameless plug. RP funding. <laughs> <laughs> Pro-Am February event uh, starting this weekend, February 17th and 18th, out of Southwest Complex. Uh, an adult softball event that's bringing in 300 projected participants. Uh, NSA Dream Come True, Tee It Up is happening the 17th to the 18th, so this weekend at Bartow Softball Complex and Christina Park. It is a softball event. It's about 650 projected participants. Prospect Wire President's Day, powered by Russ Matt, February 17th through the 18th, over at Northeast Regional Park in Davenport. We got some baseball going on for you, courtesy of Russ Matt, 416 projected participants. Hey, and on the indoor sports, the Mach 3 AAU Orange Blossom Bash taking place this weekend over at the Advent Health Fieldhouse. Volleyball bringing in 850 projected participants. Uh, coming up next week, if you would like to see me and Tian for an entire week straight, uh, coming out to the FHSA Boys and Girls State Soccer Championship at Lake Myrtle Sports Park the 20th through the 24th. We have two uh, Polk County teams, girls Lakeland Christian defending champions mm-hmm. like four years or something. Yeah, it's something crazy. crazy. Uh, let's see if they could bring home some more hardware. And McKeel. on the boy side, McKeel Academy nice. is also in the semifinals. So we'll see go McKeel, how that goes go for Lake them. And Christian. Uh, but yeah, come out and see us. We'll be there all week. Yeah, big stuff happening. So it's 2A, 3A, and 4A for the classes. And then we have all the semifinals for those. And then we have the finals matchups all at the um stadium over there at lake myrtle sports park it's gonna so, be a gonna fun, be a fun time. busy week there'll and be food trucks <laughs> food trucks lots yeah. of fun activities and gr- oh. really good games these are some of the best athletes for high school soccer in florida and Absolutely. then also if you want to know where you will not find becky and i that week is the tiger barbecue yeah coming up on the 20th we already talked about it at joe commercial stadium <laughs> yeah where very very will sad not be. yeah we you guys can enjoy there. it though yeah. lots of fun stuff justin save me some barbecue i won't be there okay but sure. well Way to promote something you're not going to be at. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, wow. I'm going to take this one. Jeeping with Judd is, uh, what is it, next weekend, February 23rd through the 25th out at Clear Springs Park, which is between Bartow and Lake Wales off of Highway 60. Uh, it's a huge Jeep event with Jeep obstacles. Projected 1,600 participants. That's He's crazy. He's a popular guy. He's a popular guy. That's a I'd lot go of Jeep with him. I'd go jeeping with Judd. I know you would. He's yeah, so would funny. Too. He is funny. You also did you not like the event before that that you just skipped? No, on? I just saw the sixteen projected <laughs> sixteen hundred, and I was like, man, I'm I'm staying with this. All right, well, I'll go back for a second. American Pickleball Festival event number one is happening the twenty second to the twenty fifth of February at the Avon Health Fieldhouse. About one hundred eighty three projected participants. If you love pickleball, which everyone does, um, coming out. Do they? Um, I'm not the biggest fan, but like it seems to be a very fast-growing sport. There you go. Especially okay. here in Polk County. I'll give you that. For sure. North American Youth Football Association coming to you at Balmoral as well as Haines City. We got some football heading towards you with 1,300 projected participants on the 23rd and the 25th. Or 23rd through the 25th. Oh, me. Okay. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, the Florida Orange Blossom Series Winter Opened for 2024 is a table tennis event happening the 23rd to the 24th at Simpson Park. About 126 projected participants. I actually worked this event last year, and I will say it's quite fun watching table tennis. 
All right. Um, we're gonna we're gonna stop reading events because the, you guys have a lot of events on here. But uh, yep. for more information on those events and anything else, like I said, check us out. Visit centralflorida.org. Visit centralfloridasports.com because this time of year there is no shortage of events happening in Polk County. Sorry, I went to throw this away and the trash can's gone. <laughs> oh, should have just put it on the floor. No, don't do that. Um, <laughs> I do want to mention uh, oh, it's over here. next Amanda. week, though, as uh, Becky and I touched on, we will be coming to you live on location from Cleveland Heights Golf Course. Without Tian. <laughs> It'll just be us. <laughs> are you you stuck at soccer? He is. Mm, well, what time are we doing the show? Is it going to be late? Same time. Same time. It's not recorded. Yeah, yeah I'll be there. At, uh, at soccer. Yeah, Lake Myrtle Sports Park. See that's why you don't tell people what you're good wah, at, Tian. You told them that you like soccer. You told them that you were good at something. <laughs> and then they were like, here you go. My you direct report for sales and events is Dan. I have to be there. Yeah, My do. direct report is Dan. And guess where I'm not going to be? There. <laughs> because you specialize in radio. I, I have like three responsibilities. <laughs> no, but my other direct report is Josh. And I have to also be with Josh at the so. scramble. So. There you have it, folks. Be, stay with us for next week because Becky and I, like I said, will be on location for the Major League Scramble with the Detroit Tigers at Cleveland Heights Golf Course. Hopefully you get the opportunity to talk some talk to some great guests uh, and uh, bring you some insights to the upcoming 88th spring training season here for the Detroit Tigers. But that is going to do it for this edition of Sports Central here on Talk Radio 96.7. It flies by every single week. But for my good friends, Miss Becky Messina, Mr. Tian Ho, I appreciate you guys coming on and talking sports with us. I'll miss that's, you guys next week. That's going to do it for this week's edition. Bye. We'll be back next week.